Get out my business. Okay. Hey guys, how you doing? My name's Hero. That's Eric. We're on the identity booth. Uh we like to have a good time and when we're not having a good time it's usually because somebody's messing around with our rights and me and eric <laughs> have a bunch of ideas on how the world should be ran but there are certain things that we believe should run true voting should be easy for americans to do if our whole stitch is land of the free and home of the braves and the the democracy should our ability to have a democracy should be in an ideal world the easiest thing for us to do before we even jump into why mlb is protesting georgia let's just talk a little bit about that bill and the thing that you need to know about the georgia uh new new jim crow bill which is what some people are calling it the new suppression bill the is James just blackbird bill it's it's just when it when you put an id when you need an id to vote you are putting a a hidden poll tax on voting so if hey, you hold on part, hold on hold on and let me let me go for it. Let me go for it. Explain it. No, for sure. I got you. Here we go. Yeah. For example, an ID costs money. It's something that the state charges you in order for you to have it. It's in a form of identification. But that means if someone doesn't have money to buy an ID, then they can no longer vote because they can't afford an ID. Now, our constitution says nothing about us having to pay to vote. So why should you require someone to have an item to vote? Because this, it's an item that they were already required to possess anyway. You're not required to have an ID in a, this country. You're not. <laughs> we, we we know that that is true and also false at the same time. Oh yeah, but for because what is the people? The, because the people who who we're talking about who have to go purchase this ID are the ones who uh, the ones who are having who are probably going to have the most difficult time. Having the money to purchase the idea, exactly. The get the most harassment for exactly. not having said ID, which is why they will go and get it. But basically, in a nutshell, regardless of your feelings on it, you shouldn't. You don't need an ID to that. Another thing that you have to talk about. They talk about Fulton County a lot in this bill, and how wait, Fulton County had extended periods of times to vote and things of that nature, which is all fine and dandy. But you also have to remember that Fulton County is almost three times the size of other counties who get more voting slots and more equipment. And they won't be given more voting equipment until their lines exceed a one hour limit. You can no longer provide water and snacks. You can no longer bus people on Sundays. And black people usually traditionally vote early. But they've cut that time in half. It's just a lot of suspect things. And I just want to say this. I'm, I'm looking at you Republicans. I get it. Change is difficult. Change is hard. You have a bunch of new people who look like me and Eric and other people who want to support you, but you don't support us. And what do I mean by this? You haven't made your party accessible to people like us. So instead of you to find a way to reach out to the community, you have held on to your begrudging ways and now have started to think of ways of hindering the vote. Because as much as Kemp likes to point the finger at other states doing wrong in their elections, Denver, where the MLB is now going to have their thing, 
had a 90% turnout rate. And it's because of their voter laws and how great they are. But we got a story to cover this. So let's cover this, right? Let's just hear this quick little segment, right? Begin with the news yes, here. And the growing showdown, the growing showdown between Republicans and big business over the GOP's efforts to change voting laws in the wake of the 2020 election. Major League Baseball has announced it is pulling this year's all-star game from Georgia over one such law in the state. So let's remind folks about what that law does. It shrinks the window for sending absentee ballots severely limits the number of ballot drop boxes and gives more control of local elections to state lawmakers who are majority Republican. It also makes it a crime to give water or food to people waiting in line to vote. There are also less controversial elements like expanding early voting so that there are at least 17 days to cast a vote and it can go up to 19 days if counties choose to offer two Sundays of voting. The bill also requires that when lines are longer than one hour, uh, counties must send more staff and machines out. A number of big businesses in Georgia, though, including Delta and Coca-Cola, have criticized the law, leading Republicans to threaten retaliation. For more on all of this, we are joined now by Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. Mayor Bottoms, good morning to you. A complicated morning for you, I, I imagine, because this is somewhat div divided Democrats. On the one hand, you've got uh, Joe Biden, President Biden, uh, supporting the move by Major League Baseball. But Stacey Abrams, prominent Democrat in the state, says while she commends Major League Baseball, she's disappointed about the impact this move could have on families there in the Atlanta, era. W Atlanta area. Where are you on this this morning? Well, first of all, good morning and thank you for having me. You know, this is a tough one. The metro Atlanta economy is the 10th largest economy in the nation. And so when you talk about boycotts in and around Atlanta and the state as a whole, it's impacting small businesses. It impacts corporations that hire not just corporate officers, but administrative assistants, people who clean up the building, work in the cafeteria. And so I respect the decision. I understand the decision. But I don't like the fact that we have been put in this position by our state legislature and our governor because the people of Georgia will suffer. Yeah. Mayor Bottoms, you've said that other dominoes may fall as a result of this law in your state. Have you heard from other companies who have already signaled that they're not going to do business in Atlanta or in the state of Georgia because of it? Well, I do know that there are other large-scale events that are, are, are openly contemplating whether or not they will uh, stay in our state. Tourism is one of the largest industries in our state. Delta Airlines is one of the largest employers in our state. So this will have a devastating impact. And the irony of it is that we were opened up early under the name of getting back to some type of economic recovery. And with just one signature, that's all been wiped out. And so it's. And I'm going to stop here because she makes a great point. Georgia was one of those places that never really closed. They stayed open and they tried to keep their economy going. Atlanta is basically feeding that state. So they can't afford mm -hmm. to close. So the fact that like, and this goes back to that first story where it's like, what what is more important, your bigotry or your money? Because once money gets involved, you're gonna they're gonna have to fold. And this begs the question, and I've said this a long time. There needs to be a federal standard because 
if there's a federal standard, then these type of laws and these type of things don't matter on the federal scale anymore. They don't hinder people from actually being able to get out the vote. And there's no bias in it because it goes for everybody equally. There's no. Here's, ex- let me ask you a question, though. What's that? What's do, when when you you voted in a 2020 presidential election, correct? Mm hmm. Did you have to present your ID? No. Why? Because I was able to provide uh, two proofs of a mailing address. Okay, which proved what? That I lived in this county. That's all you have to prove in Omaha, that you live in the county. So, so, I'm, you hear I'm going. There should be proof that you live in the county that you're registered to vote in. Mm -hmm. Don't think that you necessarily need an idea if you can prove residency. So that we need to shift the conversation. We know why they want people to get an idea is because they don't want immigrants to go and vote. And this is what you're going to hear from most people in the red on the red side. They that's don't a, want that's a false fallacy. Like that's almost I, negligent. And and again, you and I understand. And it's funny because apparently we both know because we follow the news and we listen to facts that this is just so happened to be. One of the most secure elections that we've ever had. It mm-hmm. looked really wonky on TV because social media and people putting up pictures of stuff that they don't have an explanation for and assuming that is uh, ill yeah. intent. But again, they have no proof of that. But what we know that we need is you need to be able to prove residency. The reason why a lot of states and counties make you show your ID because it's proof of residency, not because I need to see your eyeballs and your face hole to determine if you're eligible to vote that has nothing to do with it and until we start actually getting down to brass tacks and start talking about what the real issues are as it pertains to that it's about do you live in the city county municipality state that you're registered to vote in are you actually registered to vote that's what this really should come down to and not an id thing because people on the left could easily make this about racism and they would become completely correct. So anybody on the right who doesn't like the argument on the left sucks to suck. Change it up and talk about residency. When you're bringing in, hey, I need you to bring in two uh, forms of proof of residency. That makes it not a racial issue. It makes it, do you live here and are you registered to vote issue? Yeah. And I'm and I'm okay with having elections, but uh, having security for elections. But when this pat, when I literally heard from Bill Barr say that this was the most secure election, my mind just kind of wandered. But there's two things here that I want to talk about as far as the companies, because there's an actual a legitimate argument that could be made that these companies doing this is sort of hindering the poor people in these communities, the people who would have made money. That's a real conversation to have. And and I'm not opposed to that, but that's not the conversation we're having right now because those people have to vote and have to have the ability to vote and elect officials. Like you have to keep in mind, one of the things that Trump said is he called, he's literally under, under investigation right now about this, how he called the Georgia legislators and said, change the vote. Brian Kemp has given them the power to do that now. So if Trump wanted to change the election with this law in place, he could have. And we know that Georgia got us Ossoff and Warnock off a whim. It literally went to the wire for that. So those things are super disturbing. 
But another thing that's ultra disturbing is that the conservative right, the ultra right, have decided to boycott these companies. But it's so strange to me because Eric Rangers Stadium was packed 400,000 people. COVID's not over. And they had a fully open stadium. And Greg Abbott refused to throw the opening pitch. Why didn't you just shut down the park? Why didn't, if you were so serious about uh, boycotting the MLB for moving their their all-star game to Denver, why didn't you just shut down the park? Because you, you could have, we're still in the pandemic, but it, and this is why I could try and get Republicans to understand that they're manipulating you. That is not about but, boycotting. But no, but no, no, no. It's not about. No, no, no. It, no. It's, no, it's not all the Republicans. No, no, it's no, no. There's the Republicans one. that are falling for it. The people that are saying, yeah, we're going to boycott MLB. Okay. So why didn't Greg Abbott close down the park when he's, he refused to throw that opening pitch? He doesn't want to look like a hypocrite. He doesn't want to look soft. Yeah. He, so he's... therefore, I don't want you guys to fall for that gimmick. He is lying to you. He doesn't care about boycotting the MLB. He only cares about money. Honestly, what it really is, and if y'all, February 11th has has not gotten away from us. I mean, Snowmageddon is not that far gone. I mean, yes, it's technically been almost two months, but still. The power going out here Mm -hmm. and deflecting, to me, him opening opening up everything a month after we had the record blizzard is the same thing as Cuomo, pushing legalization of marijuana in new york state to to distract from the fact that you're a creep this is the same thing greg abadu i mean you guys got to understand when he and i talk we talk about tactics that politicians use look over here don't look over there pulling rabbits out of the house sleight of hand sleight of mouth same difference do not fall for the okie doke the reason why he wouldn't come out there number one is because he has i'm sure by his physical condition, we can tell that he has certain physical limitations and ailments that may subject him, and he's in the age range, to mm-hmm. fall victim to COVID-19. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. y'all gotta understand what these fools are doing, and you gotta be smart enough to say, uh, I'm gonna pause and decide how I feel tomorrow, the next week, so you don't you don't fall prey to the political monster. The thing That's that, the reason why I say, and when I say uh, Republicans is because a, a Gallup poll came out the other day said two thirds of Republicans believe that the the January sixth onslaught was peaceful or planned by Antifa to make Trump look bad. Like it, I I I don't want to generalize, but when two thirds of a party believe, like there's still people right now who believe that Trump is the under the under the table president. Like he's like the black pope, the black president. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's just he's crazy. really running the show. So for no. me, like these are the things that I can talk about. These are the things that I can uh, bring to your face. But ultimately, what it comes down to is the 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 Biden administration. If they want to put an end to something like this, they need to come out with a federal standard, and that federal standard can at least delegate how federal elections are handled which will then set a president for states to follow in line because ultimately what's fair for everybody should really be fair for everybody. The voting should be fair for everybody. If I want to vote by mail and you want to show up, it should equally be as easy for both parties to do it. 
One party shouldn't be discounted because they want to vote by mail. If somebody wants to go at the end of their church sermon, say, hey, if y'all want to vote, I'm heading down there. Here's a bus. Let's get in the bus and go vote. That should be allowed. If someone's been waiting in line for two hours and someone offers them a, a, a bottle of water, they shouldn't be charged with a misdemeanor. Exactly. Or hero. How about this? This novel idea. Oh, shit. How about the government get out of the goddamn Stone Age and create an app where jokers can log in securely yep. and we don't even have to have this conversation? Hey, the government hey, is slow. Hey, you know what? Would, you know what helped out with that? That two trillion dollar uh, deal with the infrastructure because it gives everyone broadband. Oh, oh. Don't you don't you dare tempt for all. Don't Wi-Fi you dare all. tempt me with a good with a good good plan and a good deal that would actually help the people. Don't you dare tempt me with some Is that is that socialist socialism I smell on your breath? Get the hell out of here. Eric, where it the hell can not, they find is, us? Hey man, first of all, you, you you ain't it ain't socialism. It's called decent policy, which we <laughs> haven't seen in a while. And I mean, listen, y'all know I'm not a Biden fan, but I'm actually quite shocked about this. But First of all, you need to go find us right here on the YouTubes. We got four people watching on YouTube. We got five likes on YouTube. Let's go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit the post notification. Set it to all. Go ahead and give us likes and or dislikes because they all mean the same thing to us here at the YouTube universe. Hit that share button. Send it to 100,000 million of your friends. Then go ahead and drop down in that description box. We got the Endurance 24 Challenge, 24 miles, 24 hours, two teachers, TF North High School, raising $20,000 to send some some high school seniors to college, vocational school, and to help with entrepreneurship. So go ahead and click that link. Go over there, drop some money in the bucket, tell them the identity booth sent you. After that, since we ain't got no Amazon affiliate link, shout out to Jeff Bezos, haters. absolute turd hater. Go ahead and hit the link tree. We everywhere. We on TikTok. Shout out to the TikTok audience. Shout out to our Twitch audience. They be holding it down, sending us donations and and, and love and all that kind of stuff. Sweet nothings and, and, and whatnot. But make sure you hit that link tree. We're like Visa everywhere you need to be. So make sure you give us that support. We got We're trying to get to what? But it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime. And I'm sleep deprived. Shorty on the line and we feel some fight. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is sight. Slow it down and we can catch the vibes. The vibes.